everybody to the A to Z Golfing Podcast with Andy Cezanne. Hi. I'm Anthony Zampano. Now, no one is going to know this because it just happened, and these obviously take a while for you to do because you're doing them and you're not that experienced at doing this. Ooh. Totally kidding. Totally Ooh. kidding. But the Instagram Live thing, you know, I've done it a few times, and I never really got into it because like, I think one time we were driving to Hazeltine yep. Yep. and then the other time I did it, I was playing like a twilight round at Elgin country club. So I was just kind of like messing around with a few people, but I like it. I think it's a really cool platform. I, I had a great time with it. We were on for, I expected us to be on for like 20 minutes yep. and we were on for a full hour. So, I mean, it was engaging. We got to talk to people, you know, we wanted to get questions out there, see what people wanted. And then we got goofy with it. I mean, it was just fun. And I had a great time talking with people, finding out who they were, you know, putting some Instagram names to, to, you know, you guys knowing who they are. So I got to find out who they are handles, right? Yeah. The ha- so handles. handles. I'm just, you know, I'm, is, I'm learning. I'm it's, learning. It's a handle. You're right. Learning. It was great. You know, we've been for the first two episodes and then this one, you're going to kind of see different views of how everybody is coming through. So we're trying to, we're trying to really figure that out. Uh, not really figure it out because I just like to have fun with this. I mean, it's supposed to be fun, not supposed to overthink it that much. Um, so I'm enjoying it. I love this this background that you have going on now. We're meeting yeah. you. I'm, I'm going to miss the arm through the camera thing <laughs> that Rob loved, but um, nope, we're doing good now. We just have to get the other half of Matt's face into <laughs> into the screen into live videos. So I feel like that might come sometime in March. What do you think? Um, I'd say probably March to April. We'll probably get him on uh, a full face onto it. That might be good. Yep. I definitely like that. Like we have the, right now we have the almonds in the, in the, in the picture. The almonds are in the picture. The almonds are in the picture. Are they really? Well, yeah. hold on. Let me, let me turn them. Cause you never know one day when Costco, Costco chocolate covered with almonds. our, with our hundreds of viewers, <laughs> Costco, Kirkland signature premier products might end up being a sponsor one day. You never know. Those are my absolute favorite. I'll eat those. We could ask them if we could do a podcast from the Bloomingdale location. That's not a bad idea. Should maybe when it warms up, we'll do it out in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, we'll but do that. We'll have the car guys come around by us. Well, maybe we'll just like interview the people that like go there to get their tires refilled because they, oh, yeah, they don't just that. do it themselves, I've which, seen is, that. which is just very perplexing to me. I think but. my mom does that. Well, I mean, that's your mom. Yeah. So well, that means I should probably do it, but I, she, I, you know, I, she takes it there. Yeah. I mean, it's okay if she takes it there. Yeah. She takes it there. She's, she's definitely, she definitely knows she could call you, but I'm sure she calls you for many other things. She does. I, and I like it. It's one of those things where I feel bad if I can't get to her quick enough, but mm-hmm. I always try to, you know, you always got to make time for her. Always got to make time for your family. Yeah. Right. Always. It's a, big, it's a huge, it's a huge thing. You're one of the biggest family people I know. So, um, you know, the, one of the best parts about being a close friend with you is seeing how close you are. I mean, the things that you've, I mean, minus the fact that all the people know that he has slandered his wife's family (laughs) numerous times on his podcast, but in all seriousness, um, what you do for your boys and, and, uh, what your missus does for you is, is awesome. I'm a very lucky man. I'm a lucky man with the friends I have, the family I have, I, I'm very blessed. Um, and yeah, I, I did get a little bit of hot water on the last podcast. I took a video of my wife watching me uh, make a joke at her, and she wasn't too happy about that. I sent that out to you guys. Mm-mm. So that was, eh, took a little bit while, but I, I was, I was. Well, we're just, weather. we're glad you're here. Yeah, I'm we're, still alive. We're glad you're, yeah, we're, yeah, you're still alive. Still alive. So one of the things that we've been doing recently is, I'm sure everybody has 
seen the first one is the AGT series Friday foursomes where we're announcing four events every Friday. Um, there will be five of them to complete the 20 event schedule for the 2022 season. Um, I love the format that we're doing this to release the courses. I've been getting a lot of questions about what are some of the upcoming ones, because if you go to agtseries.com, you can see um, basically the event with the city that it's going to be. So there's, it's been fun interacting with people. People are guessing, people are trying to get tidbits or trying to get hints and stuff like that. What is, um, you know, so far we're going to release the next four. Well, by the time you listen to this, there will be what, 20 of them released? Yes. No, 15. No, no, 15. 15. The next uh, five through eight are going to be released. Um, I'm looking forward to them. So out of the first four, Andy, and I know that um, I don't know, actually, if you're going to be at any of the first four. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to make it down to the um, the St. Louis one. Try to get out that way. That'd be um, really cool. And then you never know. I'm going to try to get my way possibly to that Nashville one so I can see Blaine Holcomb's uh, concert there. Uh, see if I can manage uh getting time away from the misses and uh if i can get kid coverage i guess is the, uh, the kid, big thing kid coverage kid coverage you know the kid coverage yeah so i mean it's it's gonna be nice to see some new courses mixed in with some of our favorites from last year i'm really looking forward to it um there's a lot of people i know one of the biggest ones right now that has been announced is the reception that we're getting back from the people down in the dallas area yeah you know um a lot of shout outs can go around um, Chuck Miller, Sid Stanfield, uh, Nicholas down there in Texas that we've been talking to um, through a lot of the swag golf groups, which has been sort of kind of engineering this push for the event. Right. And uh, that's kind of what I'm, I'm most happy about is that we're going to be able to give back to them. You know, I think when we started meeting all of them. They were the ones that were like, you got to come to Texas. You got to come to Texas. And um, it's going to be really fun to be down there to kick off our season. I think that's sort of the beauty of it. Yeah. And I mean, that's something that we're trying to do. Like, we talk about that on this podcast. We talk about with AM Golf Trips. We try to listen to what people want and uh, try to get out there for them. Uh, and then by the time this one airs, we'll be, we have a second one in, in the in the Texas area in Austin that we're, you know, we're excited mm -hmm. to go out that way twice. Um I'm really excited that we're also getting to go out to to TPC Myrtle Beach out there. We get we had the pleasure of playing that yeah. course last year, and uh, the well, I played it twice. You only played it that one time, correct? Um, I played it on going out. I played it also. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. It was kind. I only of, played it once. It was kind of raining and stuff, but it was still a good time. And then the second time we did it was nice weather, and it was absolutely beautiful. The tree lined fairways and everything just it was, it was spectacular. Yeah, you know one of the one of the interesting things about about that course obviously it's a tournament players club golf course and there's not too many of them that i think um you would consider bad golf courses i mean they're all pretty much amazing i mean i've played sawgrass i've played tbc river highlands um scottsdale the myrtle beach course to me was it was more deceiving than i really thought it was going to be i mean from the pine straw areas that seem to come in everywhere to sort of like the runoff water areas like yeah. the stuff where you would see the water but you wouldn't think anything of it but because everything looks so narrow as to like where you're driving the golf ball and where you're trying to play from it, it was definitely a, a strong test and i think that's going to be something that a lot of these teams are going to have to look forward to. Not that the Dunes Club wasn't a test when we were down there. That was a fantastic course. It was really it windy that day, too. It was very windy. Yeah. Very windy. So with that being said, with a, with 
TPC Myrtle Beach with it being a tree line course, you're going to be able to not have the wind really interfere with a lot of shots. I mean, there weren't too many holes that were wide open except for maybe the uh, drive on a couple of the par fives. Right. Yeah, the... Um that was some of the biggest wind I ever played was that day at, uh, at the dunes club. There. I mean, I, I think I hit a, I hit my three iron the best or my three hybrid as best I could. And it was only like a hundred and like 70 yards straight into wind. And I, I was right in the water and I was like, that should usually go about two ten. And yeah. it, it barely, it didn't even make it one sixty. That, that wind was just, that's a three killing. hybrid. Yeah. Okay. About 200, 210. 210, wow, with yeah. a three hybrid. Yeah. I mean, I only hit my three hybrid, like 195. You do not. So, I mean. You do not. It's it's that weight room. You've been hitting the weight room, too. <laughs> we have a lot of things to go over. You know, we did the first two episodes, and it was like, you know, we we, we want to introduce all the people that are associated with, with what we do. And, you know, we have Rob, and we love Rob, and everybody out there has probably known already that Rob is very detailed. So you're always going to get a very detailed answer, right? You're always yeah. going to get that. And then Matt, he, you know, he's been on a previous episode where we interviewed him and I feel like he's, um, hyperventilating sometimes. Cause there's a lot of things that he's trying to say, you know, in in such a, in such a fast place, but he you gets, know, he gets geeked out pretty quick. He does. He does. <laughs> he does. And I, w I'm not saying that anymore. Yeah. I'm not saying it anymore. He after you made that, after you made that that uh that little stunt video that what? you came up with that was it's, that was pretty good yeah listen i dish it out a lot so i gotta take it sometimes yeah the one time the one time i can get you i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna take advantage of that and let you live oh life. there's been other times the, the, come the on. one time i got you there's been other times so you know we we're gonna spend a lot of time uh and we have the last the first two episodes where we've been talking about series events and trips events and and the differences between them and um, coming up in the near future, we're going to talk a little bit more about getting back into the city series. And we've, we've brought it up a few times, but you know, I wanted, I want us to get back to who we are. Yeah. Okay. So we need to talk more golf. Okay. That's what we need to do. So I've been putting together questions that I have been associated, but Rob's trying to get me into this like Google documentaries thing. And I, and I'm trying my hardest with it. So yeah. one of the things that I wanted to talk about last week, and I think I mentioned it, but I'm going to, I had to move it over to this week is, you know, for me, I think about the game of golf so much differently when I play than a lot of people. And yeah. I think that's why a lot of people enjoy playing golf with me and that I feel like I can help them out when we play. So I ask you two part question, one golf course that you have played that if there was, if you didn't have to worry about anything, money, a job, anything like that, family, right. That you could play the rest of your life. And then a course that you haven't played that you would like to play for the rest of your life. Yeah. So the fantasy for me would be to play, um, Payne's Valley the rest of my life, every single day. That place. But you've played that one. Right. Isn't, wasn't that part of the course? No, no, no. A course that you have played. Yeah. That you have played, that you would play for, play for the rest of your life. But that's not a fantasy. You've played that. Well, but I mean, to, to play that one, to get out there. I mean, are you talking, let me, let me just clarify really fast. Yes. Do you want, you want one that I can really realistically do? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Let me go back to that. Then, yeah, I had to say I would pick your, your country club. I would pick Elgin. Whoa. Um, that place, the, the greens there, I think would, would be a, <laughs> a, a fair testament to my ability to get myself better. And I'm always trying to strive to, to get myself better. Um, 
I enjoy the layout there. I enjoy the time. I don't know if it's just because I'm always there with you and I have a great time every single time, mm-hmm. but that's probably it. It, it could be that too. <laughs> um, but I like the way it sets up for myself. It's very challenging and it's definitely a spot that I feel like I could play regularly on a daily basis and not get bored of that and find different spots, you know, to miss the ball, to make the, to make a good shot. To, you can get everything there. You have some open area, you got trees, you have it all. So you got all the different shots you can get yourself out there. Um, and then the second part to your question is a, a fantasy one, right? Like one that's, of course you have not played, yeah, but that you obviously have heard about. Yeah. That you that you would play the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, obviously the the, the realistic answer that or a lot of people would probably say Augusta, and I would like to to I'm gonna pick I I, I can't say anything else but Augusta. I mean, it's Augusta. It hundred percent is. I I tried. I, I knew this question was coming and I knew that you didn't want the Augusta answer, but I can't go away from it. It's it, okay. It, it is Augusta. Like just getting out there one time in my life, it will be mesmerizing if I can even just step foot on the ground there. Um, but I, yeah, if I could play that every day, that would be fantastic. You know, I'm going to go back to the first part and we kind of touched on it and I've touched on it in previous podcasts. Um, for me, identifying, I was always a public offer, right? I, I, I played at a few private places, but since joining there, my biggest decision, and I had been playing there with uh, George, I think this is going to be his 11th year there. So I've probably been playing there for like nine or 10 years Yeah, was that I wanted to, I wanted to have a course that was going to challenge me. And I think there's a difference between having fun and playing the game, like kind of where I'm at and where I've been at the last couple of years, but still having that challenge, knowing that it's going to be different. Right. So that's a big, I'm not going to keep going on and on and on about Elgin, but for me, I, I answered this earlier tonight. So you heard it. Yeah. A course that I've played that I could play every single day for the rest of my life is Marion. I'm a huge historian of the game. I love the strategy of the game. You talk about small greens, you talk about complexes, you talk about where to, where you have to miss, where you can't miss, where you have to put the golf ball. I mean, some holes you have to put the ball on the right half of the fairway to have a look to me. And that might be because of the difference in skill set and how I think about the game. Well, that's what you just brought up earlier. You yeah. think about the game differently. And that's why I love golfing with you because I, I mean, I pick your brain when I'm on the course. I say, why, yeah. do, why do you pick this club? Why are you, what would you do in this situation? Why would you do that? Um, because I like the way you think differently than almost any golfer that I've been with. When you think of it, I see ball, hit ball. We've talked about that, yeah. I, you know, but you, you're at a different skill set than I am. And you, you, you think of the next shot already. I'm just trying to get my first shot in a playable area. Well, I, I think there's a lot of things that we have talked about and managing expectations is a huge one. Okay. Listen, I, I, we all play golf. We all have buddies that, you know, hit a ball and they're like, Oh, I hit it 310. I hit it 320. I hit it this. Listen, if it hits a tree a hundred yards away from you, <laughs> it ain't going 310. Any, I mean, listen, I can rear back and in, into a screen and hit a golf ball and, and maybe push it past 300. But when you're playing golf and you're playing competitive or you're playing in a little game, maybe a skins, maybe you've been practicing really well and you get out there and you're struggling at the beginning and then you start to turn it around and you're grinding, you know, you, you have to, you have to rein it in. You have to manage expectations. It can't be, Oh, I'm, uh, you know, I hit a ball at the range and it was with my four iron and it went 230 yards. Yeah. I mean, okay. Congratulations. Once, once. <laughs> yeah. 
But if you if you've always hit your four hundred two hundred ten yards, you should never be pulling it if it's two hundred thirty yards. I mean, yeah, if we're over in Scotland and you can bunt it one hundred eighty and it runs out fifty right. yards, it's a different story. But I think it's also a part of it, and I think that's one of the biggest things for for guys like when they start guys and girls when they start to break down. You know, I'm an eight handicap. I want to get to a four. I I tell everybody this till I'm blue in the face is short game. It's all in your short game. It does. It does. If you look at PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, and you look at when they get themselves in trouble, not to mention the fact that they don't miss in like terrible places. Yeah. Okay. If the pin's on the left, I know we've seen people, they short side themselves. It's a term in golf, but a lot of times they play out to the right into the center of the green. If they miss, it's short right so that they have all that room to work with. You know, it, it's kind of the concept that Myra always told me when, when we... When I wanted to get better, he was like, just hit every ball into the center of the green. Yeah. He's like, take the flag stick. If it's on the front, just add five more yards, hit the ball into the front of the green, into the center of the green every single time, and then rein it in that way. And it, it worked for me. But going back to that, how uh, thinking about the game does that for me is it, it leads me to those style golf courses. Mm -hmm. it, it, it really, it really does. We were fortunate enough to go out and we were to, we played a, a very prestigious men's only club this year, yep. right? It's one of my favorites. It's wide open, right? It's still very difficult. Yeah. Right. I, I, but I found that out the hard way, but you don't really have to strategize around the golf course. Yeah. Like it, you're not, there's a few holes that are dog legs. There's a few holes that have out of bounds, maybe to the right or to the left and maybe water or something like that. But I like the golf courses where even though I'm out there and I'm having a great time, every single time I'm over a shot, I'm trying to calculate the best golf shot for that situation. And I think that's the difference yeah. for me. And that actually, that course, Bobble Links, that was, that was a tough time when I was choosing between Elgin and Bobble Links as my one I could play full time. Just be, and, But they're two totally different courses. Like completely, like you said, that one's a little more open. You can get around it. Yep. But I've only played that one one time. I, I want to try to get back there some other time and play it again because that that round I had there was just god awful. And I, I think I, I'm, I know I'm a better golfer than what I showed that day. So what I want to do is that obviously this is a great question, and I and I want to extend this to all the people that listen to this. What I'm going to do is I'm personally going to put something from my collection up. I want to know these two answers from people that listen to this podcast and put it on the Instagram and we'll take that yep. and we'll select somebody and we'll ship them some cool stuff. How about that? I like that. We'll do that. I love that. All right. What was good. your second part of the answer? Did you answer the second part? Second no, no, no. My, my fantasy course. Yeah. Okay. So Mike Langford, mm -hmm. who's been on a couple of our trips, um, has turned in to be a great friend. I've, I have, I haven't known him that long. Um, he is a member at Ivanhoe country club. Um, I have other friends that have played it, but for me, everything that I have ever heard about Oakmont yeah, and the, the lineage, the history, um, for me, that's a course, that's a fantasy course for me Yeah, that I have not played that when I've seen the golf course, when I've seen it in a video game, when I've seen it on a simulator, when, when I've seen it in on television, to me, that is, that's the one golf course that is the closest to that's me. That's kind of your Mecca right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny because we're getting ready to go to Vegas and we've been there and I love desert golf. I love Arizona. I, lo I love all that. Then we're going to the West coast. And, and I said it famously on this, that I'm dumbing down expectations, yeah. right? There's a golf course out there, Cypress yeah. that is, you know, very private. Right. And I would love to play it. I, I need to get past the pebble trip. 
it to tr- to see. I know I'm gonna love being like. I, I mean, how can you not love being on the water playing? But for me, it's a first. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It, it. I mean, yeah. I haven't been on the West Coast to play golf like okay. on the coast. You know, so for me, I don't like Florida's Florida. Okay, but Pebble's going to be like its whole whole other thing. So for me, I, I want to see how that is. Might translate in there, but I, I just, you know, for me, I know Pebble Beach has the history. And I think that's where it starts for me. If I'm going to rank golf courses, it's like, I want to be a part of that history, even though I'm never going to be a part of that history. Right. I mean, like who in the heck am I going to be? Right. Maybe champions tour. Who well, knows? Who knows? Who knows? You'll yeah, be right. part of the AGT, uh, the AM golf trips history. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, hopefully it's, I will be, <laughs> hopefully it will be. It'll be a hall of fame one day. One day, one day, one day, one day. That'd be pretty cool. Goals. But yeah, but, but that's where it starts for me. So I think even when I was putting together this question that, that ultimately, you know, every place that somebody is going to come up with is going to have some history. Right. And like, yeah. for me, I made Rob take a famous photo in front of the Hazeltine trophy display. Cause I'd never seen a trophy display like that because it's just so cool. Like that to me, like walking, Hazeltine. I was trying to think of like shots that other people made, like like Rory driving the green, like all four, all three days at the Ryder Cup and stuff like that, and then his match with Reed and all that stuff. So it, it's just really cool to put yourself in the moment. The Mutombo finger. Yeah, the ma- the Mutombo. The Mutombo. <laughs> so um, you know, we have been slowly getting into a lot of a lot of the stuff on our website as far as our pro shop. So hoodies, hats. Soon to come, some more designer wear style stuff. I love a lot of our stuff. I think we do a lot of cool things. We do awesome with the tea gifts. I think the tea gifts have been some of the best that I have seen. I mean, I've played in scrambles where you get like a half a dozen uh, top flight rockets right. and, and uh, you know, like a, a gift card to like Jimmy John's or something like that. So, um, so you know, some warbler golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, yeah, basically it's like the long drive contest ball. Um, but one of the things, and, and obviously, um, you know, you've known this about me is there's a lot of trends in golf. Now I wanted to bring this up because you sort of follow golf from a different perspective than I do. Like you're into the, you know, photographs, aerials, drone work behind the scenes, audio and stuff like that. I know there's more coverage of golf, which is actually quite funny because there's more coverage of golf, but I feel like when you look at the ratings for golf, there's less viewership, right? So in the photography world, is it, you've noticed it more lately. What is the big thing? What's the big trend in photography? Is it just drones? Is it? Definitely drones the past couple of years has taken a huge leap up on it. I think because they're, they're easier to get, um, the, just the price of them are starting to come down a little bit. Um, and like the, I have a DJI mini two. That thing I got at Costco for like $450 does 4k work on it. Shout out to Costco. Okay, shout out to Costco. That's Kirkland signature drones. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. That was good. Um, but yeah, definitely drone work coming out. And I mean, just the, the aerial views people are getting, you're getting different views of courses that people haven't seen. And then, you know, you're getting run-ups of fairways and everything. And I mean, you check out a bunch of these top websites now, what's on their homepage? Drone work. I mean, yeah. it, it's just, it's coming out there and it's coming out in full force. Um, I, I'm like a kid in a cancer. When it was snowing out the other day, I just took the drone out just to get a, a view of the, the skyline from where we're at. And it's just, it's just fun for me. I'm like a kid again, playing like with race, you know, a little 
handheld race car going on it. Um, but definitely I think drones is, is the current trend going on with us, um, with photographer in the photographer world. Um, and then, well, as you know, kind of people just making little videos on the course, you know, either funny stuff or, yeah. you know, little, little short snippets. And, you know, I can watch that stuff all day. I follow a bunch of people and, and just watch people make fun of golf and, and everything like that. What have, what have you noticed from, I think you're more of the fashion side, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it, I listen, I, I started wearing joggers like four years ago. I don't know if that's a, a fashion that I like broke barriers or something like that, but I've always kind of had, you know, I, I, I like more tapered style stuff, more tailored style stuff. Um, yeah, you won't get the joggers off of me, but I did make a rule. What was it? I said, I said it in a text the other day. It was a 45 years old. Yeah. Think, with joggers at 45. A, I think you put a limit on it. Put a limit on it. I've put a limit on it. I think, I think that'll be it. I mean, unless I really like bulk up the legs, which would require <laughs> working out, which I just don't see happening. Sorry, ball striker fitness. Well, you don't know because you, you're going back to practice this year, right? Yeah, but that's. Yeah, that's not working out. Never I mean, know. I mean, doing construction is a workout in itself. Right. I know, I know people, listen, I've had enough friends that are like, Oh, well, it's completely different. You should come to the gym. Like, okay, why don't you come to my job site first? Can then, can then come the to stuff. the, yeah, the work there for 10 hours, then go to the gym and be like, Oh man, let's do bicep curls. Like, dude, all I want to do is lift pasta to my <laughs> pasta face into the mouth. and then go to sleep. Yeah. So, but no, I, I, clothing is crazy. I mean, you know, between back in the day when it used to be like solid whites and solid blacks and solid colors to me, you know, it used to be back in the day, like if you had one stripe, it was like, whoa, man, where'd yeah, you get what's that? what's he doing? Where'd you get that? And and now you've got like, you know, Christmas reels going on on shirts <laughs> and uh, tropical layouts and stuff like that. And it's, it's flashy, you know? And I mean, I think it goes along, along the lines of equipment, you know, every year or every nine months, there's a new driver. There's, yeah. you know, from every manufacturer and, you know, there's people out there. They, they put up a thing. You could gain two miles an hour if you hit this driver and, you know, guys go, yeah, that justifies 650 bucks. <laughs> so I'm going to go do that. So I think, I think they go hand in hand. It's, it's just anything that anybody can get out there. Right. I mean, I make, I make videos in our group chats and I make videos mostly of Frank Alimo and yeah. <laughs> when we're out there on the golf course and I'm just kind of a knucklehead. But I also think that that's sort of that freewheeling spirit. Like we, I've been that guy that was way too serious, way too serious. And I never want to be that person again. Um, so for me, it's fun. Like the more fun that you can bring into it, right. Is I don't want to be the guy even running an event that has like an earpiece in that is like, Oh no, wait, hold on. I need to like, this is a serious matter, right? The whole reason why this was created and what we're doing is created was to get away from that nonsense that we did for eight years, nine years yeah. and make something more fun. You know, I don't, I don't ever want to be that. I want to be, you know, the guy asking a, a, a goofy question about like where to drop the ball if it crossed like a hazard line. Like, listen, yes, we're all going to play within the rules, but let's not, we don't need to overcomplicate the game of golf. It goes hand in hand with overthinking, pace of play. Just make it fun. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's what's, I think, bringing a lot of people out to the stuff we're doing is we're, we're, we're keeping it fun. We're, we're, we're kind of breaking some, some kind of rules I got barriers. Yeah. Barriers, barriers. That, that, uh, that a lot of people have set up. I mean, I think we're just knocking it down. Yeah. It's just, there's so much of the same thing, 
You know, there's so much of the same thing out there yeah. and it, and it's, and it's repetitive. And listen, I'm not saying that nobody else has done uh, four ball events yeah. before, right? There's of course people have, yeah. but the idea would be to accentuate that and see what it is. I mean, I've played in some four ball events for the CDGA and I wasn't a huge fan of it, but then again, that's also something where th there's just an ultra seriousness to it. And I get it. Listen, pe there's certain people out there that want to be competitive. There's certain people out there that are getting out of college and they want to chase their dreams. And I want all those people to chase their dreams. We have a close friend of ours. That's actually, uh, uh, doing that and Michael Mattis right now. And I know Blake Mullen is doing that yeah. as well. I love that for them. Well, you and I were that, we, right? we were that before we were that, but, but what I'm saying is that I, but see, there's a difference. They played golf in college. Yeah. Okay. They've done all the steps that has led them to the opportunity. I was a guy that was shooting like 74 that thought like if I wear a red shirt, on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> that has a collar neck. Okay. Yeah. I am Tiger Woods. I am like the Italian Tiger Woods. Right. right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit. The, you know, it's just, it was dumb. Yeah. It was dumb. It, at least when I look back at myself, it was dumb. I mean, I even wore white sunglasses once. I have a photo with Nick Tudor where I wore white sunglasses. Yeah. I mean, I looked. Big old thick I ones mean, or? no, no, no. They were like nice Oakleys, but they're like, I look like I was from like Jersey Shore. It's like terrible. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I wear a gold chain, not a silver chain. Yeah. So, you know, can't be one of those dagos. But. Um, but no, I mean, I think, I think the energy and all the trends of golf is, is, is really cool. I, I, I really do. I think a fashion for me that I've gotten more into it. I really like it. The hoodie thing is, has been awesome. I, I love that. Yeah. I, I have, I don't know how many years it's been. It's probably been three years, maybe even four years. I started wearing hoodies playing golf because when I played football, you had the, the hand pouch, the hand warmers, the hand warmers. So I was, put, and when I started wearing a hoodie, it was like the first thing that I went to and I thought it was great. And so, and I love that for the game. And, and I'm not saying that viewership is down, that people aren't paying attention. There's other platforms. I, we just got to see the farmers, uh, open and then they did a, another tournament. I can't remember the association that ran it, but it was fully backed by the PGA tour. Um, and they had guys playing for an exemption for a corn fairy tour event. And I think that's really cool. Now I don't agree with like giving them to athletes, but yeah. you know, I think it's really cool um, that more people are playing golf and maybe that's even the case. Maybe there's more people playing. So they're, they're spending less time watching. I, f I also see a trend with the pros coming out. Like they just did that. Um, I think it was the hero classic challenge where it was uh, Rory and, uh, I forgot. I forgot. Are you talking about where they hit the a one, ball down a one-yard one fairway? Yeah, the one-yard fairway. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a trend. I think even the pros are getting in on now. Like, well, they've been doing the fourteen club challenge for a while, where they play a par three, mm -hmm. and then um, if I use like a six iron, the the other guy has to take the six iron out. So they've always, you know, what's funny is that I, if I'm not mistaken, that's a European tour thing. I believe that's true. Yeah. That you you dang right it is. You dang right it is. That's right. How do they do in the Ryder Cup? What year? This past year. Now you see, just, you're, li just you're living in the past. You're living I, in the past. Well, there there isn't one for another year, so I can't I can't live living, in the future. Living yet. in the past. <laughs> living in the past. I mean, but that's what I like about yeah. you. Listen, they sucked. Yeah. Okay. They played terrible. 
Rory played terrible. Hovland played terrible. Like, Whole team sucked. Let me tell you, I was with you. I mean, we John did that Ryan whole Ryder Cup one. I picked the Euros just like you, and I thought they were going to slaughter the U.S. So, I mean, I was on your boat, too. But yeah. obviously, when they won, I, the U.S. won, I was ecstatic about it. Well, of course of course you are. Yeah. Of course you were. You know, you're you're from here. Right. You know. Well, so you too, but. Well, yeah, but, you know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you're more the international cup, so you're ready for the president's oh, cup, yeah, right? That's, that's me. I'm all over Abraham answer. Oh, yeah. All yeah. over him, can't aren't you? Wait. Yeah, I bet you can't. Got I it on the schedule already, <laughs> dialed in, waking up early. Do you know where it's at? No. Oh, okay, good. You should look that up for the next time. I think it's at Muirfield. That's what I got to look up where that is. I think it's at Muirfield. Yeah. Yeah, Jack's course in Ohio. If I'm not mistaken, probably wrong, but there's a lot of excitement coming up. I know one of the things, obviously the first three episodes you people have only seen are ugly faces. So we're going to, uh, on the next episode, we're actually going to bring in, uh, a close friend of ours that we have met through the trips. Andy's teamed up with him at Kohler. Um, he's going to be going, uh, to Las Vegas with us for the Super Bowl. Uh, congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I it's, it's going to be pretty pretty epic out there. It's going to be good. I cannot wait for Vegas. I had so much fun last year. Uh, I, I this year's I think is going to even top last year. So I can't wait. I mean, the, I know Matt's uh, really excited about his gift baskets he's bringing. Yes, he is. So. Uh, there will be another fruit basket yeah. present. Um, and in Vegas, it'll yeah. be really fun. And if anybody out there saw the, uh, the photo on Instagram, those were not guns in the cases. Those are the <laughs> tournament setups just so everybody knows. Okay. Um, had the NRA, they called, they had to go through everything. <laughs> I saw some was, of those comments. Like, it was what, fantastic. What are we packing? Yes. I think Emily Kilborn asked. Was she, that who she, was? Yeah. She was like, are those guns? And I was like, I'm like, no. And then, and then, and then Ben sent me a photo of him flexing. I was like, oh geez, here we go. <laughs> but yes, um, I'm sorry. I didn't even, I didn't even get to the part about the guests. So, uh, Burke Davis is going to join us. Uh, he will do a full recap of Las Vegas. Uh, we will also look forward to going over with him, his experiences with us in addition to a lot of his other golf experiences he has great stories i got to walk uh the foggy hills of whistling straits with him for an afternoon while his partner was slightly intoxicated sorry so we apologize uh, my whole life for that i'm gonna apologize my whole life so that's gonna be fun um andy what are some of the things that we could see coming up on future episodes oh we got uh man i I don't even know right now. <laughs> it's, it's a great question. I know you've been taking the notes on that. I kinda, I'm just, I'm going to put it right out there. I have no idea. I kind of, I kind of meant like, you know, maybe some, there was some like new technology we were going to be going with. Uh, maybe I'll get more cameras in here. We'll get, oh, we'll that get would different be nice. angles. We got one coming here, one coming there. That would be great. That yeah. would be great. But um, we'll go over. Uh, also with Burke, we'll go over the first Texas event. That'll yeah. be something good for you guys to go over. Um, we might sprinkle in some interaction with him on a little debate that I want to go over with a uh, few other people. We're going to put up a questionnaire as well. Um, country clubs. Yeah. What about them? Or public golf. Oh, yeah. So that's something that I want to touch base on. We did it a little bit we last year. We did it in the first it. episode, I think, right? Yes, we did. So we got to retouch it and get everyone else's opinions. We now. do. And, you know, one of the other things that we will also be talking about later on down the road, probably won't be in the next episode, but it'll be further on, is the live concert with Blaine down in Nashville that I am super Matt Grubich geeked out about. Oh, there it is. To go over. Well, that's, I, I, I said it was Matt Grubich. So. Grubich's, yeah. So it doesn't count. It doesn't count towards yours then. Does not count. Does okay. not count on my tally. Okay. Does not count on my Telly. So uh, until next time, for Andy Cezanne. Hey, thanks, everyone. I'm Anthony Zampano. Have a great night. <laughs>